Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. A nice 48 hours you had off, but now it's back to the discussions. And and we got a great guest lined up. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. You're going to have to stand by on the toll-free line. We'll accept calls just a little bit later on, but go ahead and write it down now. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Oh, there you go again. Didn't turn my microphone on. Well, <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I was going. You said write it down. I said, man, oh, I see. Your I got you. Never mind. Funny. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> probably shouldn't hand each other pens under these circumstances. No, we should Anyway, we put $950 million into the tent, and then we're handing stuff uh, back. A joke in your mouth is no laughing matter, my friend. On the news line with us is Dr. G. Terry Madonna, director of the Center for Politics and Public Affairs at Franklin and Marshall College. We know him, of course, uh, for the uh, now famous Franklin and Marshall College polls. Professor of Public Affairs, good morning. Terry, thank you so much for calling in again. Good morning. Good morning. It's been my pleasure. Oh, I do appreciate it. Boy, we've been talking. Well, we'll see about that as we go through the interview. (laughs) Yeah, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Is it true? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Is it true? Oh, you mean uh, you guys must be terribly bored? There's no news. What what do you what are you doing to pass the time? On? <laughs> yeah, on the talk show, it's we think in canceling the show, but we thought no, we'll give it one more try, and we'll ask Dr. Madonna to come on and tell us about polling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we fill in with public service announcements in the in the interim. Or to talk about COVID nineteen, right? Right. <laughs> well, let's talk about the president and COVID nineteen. What kind of an impact will that have on the presidential yeah. campaign? You see any sympathy votes out there? Yeah, well, I mean, I think his uh, support base will remain firm. It's been firm, you know, since he's been president, regardless of what event has taken place. Many of us thought that things might shake up the campaign a bit. Uh, You know, the riots and the uh, uh, burning and the looting in the cities. Uh, We have the uh, death of Justice Ginsburg. Now we have the... Uh, COVID-19 and the president, it doesn't seem to have affected it. The real problem the president has is, as we speak right now, he trails in all six battleground states, states that he won in 2016. Of course, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, Arizona, and North Carolina. And what the difficulty he has is, now that he's campaigning remotely, remember one of the things that he did was to hold these rallies, and he's been criticized for that for obvious reasons because of the lack of uh, safety precautions that were taken and it's just hard to think that he moves new voters into his his camp given what's what's taken place and then there's so many other things going on around him look at we have the vice presidential debate this week uh vice president pence is going out and campaign there's some debate about whether he should be doing doing that we have uh, Judge Barrett's nomination. They're going to move ahead with that. There's a lot going on 
and we're just going to have to wait and see how it all plays out. But in my humble judgment, I just don't, I just don't have a clue how he picks up new voters, if you get my point, or even excites his own base anymore. And remember, there's a scheduled debate uh, in the middle of this month, which comes at the 14th day of his uh, quarantine in theory. <laughs> I say in theory because we don't know what he would do and whether that debate takes place and under what circumstances. Taking a look at the um, the debate, which certainly had to be a shock for most of the country one way or the other, do you see uh, I, I, polling I saw this morning shows that now Biden is up 14 points following the chaotic debate. Are you seeing those kind of indicators? Is 14 points uh, across the country seem reasonable to you at this point? Yeah, I've not seen. I've not seen. I, I, I basically, yeah, you get polls here and there. There's no doubt about it. And the real question is, and it's an important question, uh, you know, what? how was the poll conducted? I'm not going to get into criticizing uh, my colleagues who are in this uh, profession, but I do want to point out that you're probably better off taking a look at the average of some of the, uh, of some of the uh, renowned polls, you know, the polls that have, have a, a sense of accuracy over over time but right now the president's national lead in the real clear politics average is 8.3 percent and again you're going to have polls that you know that vary considerably i'm i'm one for looking at the at the specific poll the quality of the poll uh and then reverting back to uh to to, to the average the last poll, yeah, NBC, Wall Street Journal had a poll, and that's a pretty good poll uh, released on the uh, first of this month that shows Biden up by 14. I think that's probably what you're referencing. It is. And the polls, yeah, and the polls that have been done uh, covering the debate, I mean, I did not see one that favored the president. Uh, Biden was favored, uh, you know, some of them in low single digits. Some of them above uh, single digits, but we're just going to have to wait. Remember how quickly this presidential election is coming. I always say, well, November 3rd coming quickly, and then I have to remind myself how many millions of Americans are going to vote by mail. And, you know, maybe we officially, the election takes place on November 30, but we're going to, we could have more people voting by mail than in person. And that's an important point because of the controversies over mail-in mail -in voting. Well, what do you see compared to four years ago, where we were then in the polls and where we are today? You, any parallels there? Well, four years ago, there's no doubt that Hillary Clinton led in the national polls and in most of the state polls. As everybody knows, uh, the national polls turned out to be right, de right, right on the mark. She, uh, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote nationally by 2.1 percentage points. If you go and look at the national polls, they were about three points, so well within the margin of error, three points for Hillary. It's the state polls that had a problem, including ours, for the first time. And there were, you know, in the exit poll conducted at the FNM, uh, you know, there are reasons for why the poll was off. Uh, but make no mistake about it, Hillary led. I think uh, Trump, uh, Biden's lead now nationally is a little larger than Hillary's was at the same time uh, four years ago. 
does she have the same kind of negative uh, remarks said about her or him, Biden? Does he have the same kind of negative remarks said about him that Hillary Clinton had? That's a great question. The short answer is no. Uh, there's no doubt about it that Hillary had uh, considerable baggage. Uh, she was. I'll tell you what happened in 2016 for the first time uh, since we've had scientific polling. Both candidates, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, were more unpopular than popular. I'll let that sink in. More unpopular than popular. Trump more unpopular than her. Uh, and right now, Biden is in the favorables. That's the question that we ask about, uh, you know, w- what's your opinion of him? We're really looking at popular opinion, not job performances. You got it. But but whether people like or don't like right now, Biden in many polls is more like than not, although some of them it's pretty close. But the fact of the matter is that Biden is far more popular with the electorate than Hillary Clinton was. Let's start to map out in our remaining moment with you uh, how President Trump can win. Map us across yeah. a, a path across the swing states. That's a great question. Uh, here, here's the short answer. Uh, Donald Trump has to do something to energize and make more enthusiastic his base. The reason he's losing Pennsylvania is out in the southwestern part of our state Uh, And up in the Northeast, he's not doing nearly as well with his core supporters, working class uh, voters, as he did in 2016. Second problem that he has is the suburbs of of our cities, uh, which overwhelmingly went Democratic in 2018. The Democrats picked up three congressional seats out of the four that are located in the Philadelphia suburbs. And the president has a considerable trouble with college-educated women and with millennials, two important groups in the campaign. Many of them live in the suburbs and in the cities, but the suburbs, which two decades ago were a wholly-owned subsidiary of the Republican Party, are now turning Democratic and turning Democratic quickly. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for our time. We've kind of reached our limit, so I very, very much appreciate your check-in today. We have more questions in the future, so I guarantee you we will invite you to be back on the show in the uh, weeks ahead. Hey, thanks for having me. Stay safe. Anytime. Take care, Doctor. Dr. G. Terry Madonna, Franklin and Marshall College, a famous college poll uh, up there, over there. And uh, interesting, as as you try to map a a path to victory, it appears as though that map is more difficult to cobble together now uh, for President Trump. Uh, But again, according to the latest polls, one of our good listeners uh, sends us a remark even before I'd said that. This one was ready to go. Lower right. Yes, the only poll that matters is the one on November 3rd. That will be Trump winner, Biden loser. <laughs> Remember 2016. All right. That's an, that's an interesting point. I mean, you ask him what the pathway was for the president. I was more interested in, is there a pathway? Is he deluding himself? You know, his debate performance, he thinks he won. Um, apparently, if the judgment of the New York Times or NBC News, well, I don't trust NBC News, but the Wall Street Journal, I trust, if their poll shows that Biden picked up 14 or now has a 14-point lead coming out of that debate, can that even be overcome? 
Well, I think overall it was a bad reflection on the president. Uh, I, I don't think Biden gained any ground there, but President Trump lost ground while he was there just because of the combative nature. I, I think it solidified him to his base. You know, people see this kind of bucking Bronco guy that is uh, fighting for them, and so the more he fights and the, and the more he bucks, the better, the happier they are. So I don't think it would, you know, do anything to the people that uh, already follow him and like him and don't want any Democrat in there. But for there are apparently about 8% of the world, for some bizarre reason, is undecided. They're really not sure who they're going to vote for. And so for that reason, I think the debate performance hurt the president because I think is just a lack of decorum really is, is the, the, the bottom line. But also the COVID diagnosis and yesterday the revelation that uh, he finally gets it, you know, that... Uh, if, yeah, I don't know that this late in the game I'd be making that kind yeah, of statement. I would not have used those particular <laughs> words. I think he had a nice sentiment that he thanked the people that are in the hospital and the soldiers and so on. So, you know, that certainly is nice. But to say, you know, I finally get it. Uh, I'm sure there's the families of 200,000 people in the U.S. that well, would say, well, you can't th- blame him for that. You can't blame him for all 200,000 I didn't blame deaths. him. Well, just let me the finish the sentence. Okay. I'm sure there's individuals that have, uh, of the 200,000 people who died in the U.S., who would say, well, I wish you had gotten it earlier. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying that that would be my gut reaction if I'd lost a family member, I'd say, well, oh, great, good for you, thanks. That doesn't really help us much, you know. <laughs> well, thanks. what what does him getting it now, I and mean, what does that translate to? What would he have done differently? I think you, he can say that, but what I want to know is, okay, if you say you just now get it, what would you have done differently now that you got it? Well, you, Or would you have done nothing differently? Do you think your actions were as satisfactory as they were? Yeah, you don't know precisely what additional actions, but uh, maybe more border closure sooner. I oh, think. that would have been great. You can I, just I Biden the, would have been frothing at the mouth. He was already calling him a xenophobe when he did impose a travel well, ban. Well, and I think if, if you had done an actual closure, you know, the uh, when the president announced that, he said, okay, in a couple of weeks, there's going to be quite a few individuals coming from China that won't be allowed in. But if you're American, you can come back. you got a couple of weeks to do that. So, you know, I don't think that was effective. What he should have done, I can't answer that question. But I think people who are informed on this topic probably could come up with something. And again, I, I don't think if, if you lost a relative and finally the president says, I get it, and you say back to him, well, Jesus, well, thanks a lot. I, I don't think you need to have a solution in order to have that lament that, oh, that doesn't help us much. You know, and almost anything you do name, like you said, the border closures or maybe, you know, business shutdowns like governors did, anybody who does anything like that, that is a tremendous amount of pushback and would have resulted in more negative exposure for him. Well, what gets me is that the MSNBCs and the CNNs of the world are all making it sound like all of this is his fault. They'll bring something up and then they'll tie it back to, <laughs> for example, this morning on Morning so Joe. So CNN has a lean Well, this it. morning on, CN, <laughs> on MSNBC, Morning Joe was saying about uh, all the people who had to die alone in the nursing home because their relatives couldn't come visit them. This is so contagious. Well, the fact that it's contagious isn't the president's fault. The fact that it got here isn't the president's fault. He acted what he thought was reasonably. He got criticism for it, people saying he was xenophobic for trying to shut down travel from China. And now, now they're saying, well, he didn't do enough. He didn't shut it down enough. Okay, yeah, suppose he had come back and said, we're going to have a complete travel ban. No one gets in or out of this country without a 14-day quarantine. Can you imagine what would have happened? Can you imagine the outrage on the left if he had done something like that? And yet that might have protected us. 
Well, and who knows if he would have gotten credit for it uh, from Republicans. Those are the people who hate the shutdowns and mask wearing now. You know, these conservatives that won't wear a mask well, and, that's and don't like business yeah. shutdowns. So uh, he might have lost his base. So, you know, uh, maybe he's crazy like a fox kind of thing. He's saying, well, okay, we're going to have to let this, uh, you know, take these uh, measures that we are, ramp up testing and so on, and, and you know, the, the many actions that he has taken and uh, responding to governors and trying to help out and pushing out those tests last week that should be available for administration to people this week. So uh, we have, uh, I don't know, you know, and I think you you have to ask yourself, what does having COVID-19 do to the electorate? I certainly think there would be, if I was undecided, you could have a sympathy vote, say, you know, oh my gosh, our good leader is I've seen people who are concerned about that, that he'll get some sympathy votes. And, of course, the people, I mean, the Twitter universe has just been absolutely horrible. You know, people hoping he <laughs> dies. on Facebook lately? <laughs> people hoping he dies. I mean, that what kind of a country well, have we yeah, become? There, there was a 30,000% a, uh, increase in the lookup of the word schadenfreude over the weekend after, <laughs> after he announced that. People wanted to look up and see what they were feeling. They knew they were uh, taking some joy at the president's suffering, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying people were, were experiencing and expressing it. And so apparently a lot of people <laughs> looked it up so that they could use the word correctly and explain what they were feeling. Well, if they you know, know which German, is totally wrong. <laughs> if they understand German, they know what the word well, means. Well, that anyway. word's kind of in the public eye a little bit. Not It's not a household word around here. But certainly I know what it means. I knew what it meant before Friday. Well, now they're calling uh, the, Friday. They're calling the um, uh, what do you call it, the introduction of, of uh, Judge Amy Comey Barrett as a super spreader event. You know, so inevitably, if you're dealing with a very highly contagious disease, aren't your best efforts to control it likely to be thwarted just because of the nature of it? In other words, if if there were a simple vaccine for it, like there is now for the flu, uh, which may or may not be successful depending on the year and what they what they have in the in the mix in the in the uh, well, I think the answer would, they give you the answer would be yes to your question if it were a mystery. You know, if we had no idea, like if it was a uh, hundred years ago, and we're talking about the Spanish flu, and we're not quite sure, and then all of a sudden people realize that we don't know why mask wearing helps, but guess what? If everybody wears a mask, no nobody gets the Spanish flu and so okay then uh, so if we didn't know that but see we do all right if that's all if that's that effective why are we doing those all this other stuff why not just have as Joe Biden suggests a national mask mandate open everything up we all go back to work all the schools open up because the masks work we just wear masks well I think because you you, you need a mitigation recipe in order to mitigate this you need a whole recipe one of the one of the ingredients of mitigating this is mask wearing another mitig- another recipe element is um, uh, social distancing and another one is to just plain not go to places which is most crowds. important what's what's the pecking order there is it mask uh, first, social distancing well, second, washing your hands third? C- CDC man has his way. He would, I would say, mask wearing, but social distancing. I mean, you don't need to wear a mask if you're just plain socially distanced from everybody. You know, you don't need a mask on that as long as you're inside the tent. So, you know, I think distancing and and uh, you know staying away from other people is is probably one of the big things. But in any event, what I was saying is that you know mask wearing is part of the recipe. It's it's not the end all be all, but it's an important recipe. It's like saying if you're baking bread. Well, 
geez, I know flour, you know, bread has flour. Why don't I just eat flour? You know, it's just, it, well, then why it's would one Joe, of the key ingredients. No, why would Joe Biden want a national mask mandate? Why would he want a national mask mandate if that's, if it's not, if it's only part of it? He isn't having a national wash your hands every five minutes mandate or a national keep six feet apart mandate, but a mask mandate. So if the masks are that important and that, uh, that efficacious mm-hmm. in, in preventing you from getting this, why aren't we doing it? Well, I think... Uh, uh, I and why know. isn't that the only thing we need to do? Well, I think a lot of conservatives say, well, I, I don't want you to tell me what to do. I don't want you to tell me when to wash my... how often to wash my hands. Not I don't conservative, want you to wear libertarians a mask. I don't really want you to tell me to keep distance <laughs> from from my friends. You know, I had a situation over the weekend when bow hunting, so you you run into your hunting friends, you know, just a couple of people. But, you know, you got to keep your distance. you got to stay upwind of them and wear your mask and... <laughs> upwind of them and upwind of the deer, too, right? Well, hopefully. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a quickie break. Uh, One speedy caller could get through, but we have some texts and emails. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Rob Center, I want to give him ample credit. Uh, he is uh, with us as our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. He does our phone screening and so on, so we appreciate that. All right, uh, Joe, what do you see in front of you there? One of our texters says, Gee, Mark, you don't know what more could have been done about COVID. Well, you're not alone. Neither do the experts. They just keep throwing excrement against the wall, hoping something sticks. The experts need to figure out good therapeutics and make them available and not discount something just because the president may mention it. But you know, the coverage this morning of him, apparently his doctors tried to be optimistic, and now the CNNs and the MSNBCs, well, these doctors are obviously lying. They're they, hiding something. They're hiding something, and they refuse to answer questions. Well, you know, what about HIPAA? Does the president not get quali- uh, qualify for, for coverage under HIPAA as, as well as the rest of us? I couldn't call your doctor and ask questions about your health. Well, Mark Lawrence is on the radio, so I need to know about his health. Well, I think what CNN was pointing out, and they're correct about this, is they want the doctor to, if there is something that he is going to answer, they want him to answer, tr- answer truthfully, They don't, and completely. They don't, if, if they're not going to release oxygen levels, that's fine. Don't say there's something they aren't, you know, on this thing about receiving oxygen, and he was so evasive in the Saturday morning briefing. 
thing and you know he wouldn't say and he says well we, we we weren't necessarily trying to hide anything i love that explanation you know he said the next day i think he was like a mini apology or maybe just a further explanation uh, dr Connolly said we, we we weren't necessarily hiding anything <laughs> i thought okay well, you know, but maybe we were well you know the president's health has always triggered uh, economic upheaval one way or the other going back a few years to Grover Cleveland he had mouth cancer and they <laughs> had quite to, a few years they performed the surgery on a boat in the middle of the Potomac River so that no one would know that he was undergoing surgery okay and they kept him out of public view until they could fit a rubber mouthpiece up in his palate so that he could talk normally again okay there's a very fascinating book about that called the president is a very sick man but you know we've done that over the years President Eisenhower's doctors weren't entirely it's not about forth- President Trump weren't for entirely forthcoming about his health when he had his heart attack. You know, it's not unusual for the medical people to be concerned about what information is released concerning a president's health. Does the American public have a right to know how ill or, you know, their president is? I think they do, but I think it has to be filtered through what doctors think the total outcome will be. In other words, if I think you're going to survive, I'm not going to paint the darkest picture up until that point. I'm going to try and make it seem like your survival is inevitable. If I think you're going to die and then I don't prepare the people for it, then I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, But in this case, I think the doctors feel that he is going to do fine. They're even talking about letting him go today, sending him back to the White House, where they, uh, according to Gordon Neal's program this morning, they're entirely capable of, of uh, providing almost any care he would need. Well, okay, so that's fine. And I, I think if a doctor is expressing an opinion, optimism is, is what that doctor enjoys, so uh, he or she should yeah. express that. But they should also say things accurately. The doctor didn't. Dr. Connolly did, wasn't accurate on... Uh, Saturday morning when he said the president hadn't received oxygen today, meaning Saturday, nor the day before, nor Thursday. That wasn't true, at least according to his revision later, saying that while he was at the White House on Thursday, he was having a little trouble breathing, so they gave him some oxygen for a short time, which is fine. I mean, it makes perfect sense. You have a 74-year-old man who has a few comorbidities, and so he's having trouble breathing. Why? He's and you overweight. Have, uh, right. You have, well, he has high cholesterol. and uh, Does he? I thought he was um, cholesterol was okay. Something else they said, but in, in any event, maybe maybe obesity is the only one. But in any event, don't cover it up. You know, just don't give the say. Okay, well that's private. You know whether we can't well, release that. He can watch TV too. So seeing his doctors on there saying, "Well, I think the president's in grave condition," would scare me oh, half to death. Okay, <laughs> you're making me nervous just saying it out loud. All right, we're going to talk about that plus the little SUV photo op yesterday. We can discuss that. We have news headlines coming up too. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, Rob Center, the producer. Joe McGranahan is my co-host. Hello. I never, I never even said who he was. That's all right. I'm used to your 
dismissal of me, but go ahead. You thought he was just the fox following (laughs) funnelized man across from me that's a stick in the mud. Uh, He spent the weekend. Yes, you old MSNBC are over there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was watching CNN over the weekend. Boy, they got it bad. Uh, Oh, you mean the Clown News Network? They were not happy with the president or his actions or doctors or... They're not happy about anything. If he died, I think they'd probably report something cheerful. (laughs) Schadenfreude. There we go again. So, yeah, they... uh, at, at, at some point, I think they just abandoned their objectivity over the weekend and said, hey, look at us, the president's sick. All right. Anyway, uh, we invite you to do as I have done on many, 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 many occasions. Go to sunburymotors.com. See the entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, and Hyundai inventory there, and they've got uh, hundreds of those vehicles, but they also have hundreds of pre-owned vehicles that are literally in perfect condition. You get the Carfax and dozens of pictures related to all of these vehicles, so if you can't find an online vehicle, you're just not looking hard enough at Sunbury Motor Company. You can select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. Uh, they will invite everybody to do that. Uh, go to sunburymotors.com, build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln if they don't have the one that you want right there, and you can make sure that they you are super served in that way. And you're going to eventually make contact with folks like uh, Jason Benfer over at the Lincoln dealership. Jeff Clock will be sell you a Ford F-150 as he has done for many, many people. Ernie and Austin would just love to talk to you about the Kias that they got uh, lined up there. And Kyle Alexander, our good friend, uh, down there at the Sunbird Motor Company, would love to put me in that Ranger that I ordered. It's just a matter of everybody saying yes to the Sunbird Motor Company. So do as I have done. Say yes, Sunbury Motor Company. I'll take that vehicle. And you can get squared away with a vehicle that is... Should uh, they deliver it up here to the station? They're going to have to at (laughs) this point. I keep going down and drive it and then I let somebody else buy it. When somebody else sees how we have it tricked down... Uh, they're happy. I told you, uh, Kyle's all about this, uh, Mark. You need a Ford F-150. If you're going to spend uh, the price for a tricked-out Ranger is in the low 30s. He says, I can put you an F-150 for that amount. Uh, I don't really, Unless it gets better gas mileage than the Ranger, I don't really want a bigger truck. But we'll see. We're, it's a conversation. It's, uh, this is a not a destination. It's a path that we're on. Uh, actually, it seems like a lifelong journey to me. <laughs> seems like quite the ordeal <laughs> to you. Yes, it does. The one that Mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do check them out at sunburymotors.com. All right, right now, toll-free lines are open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. Did the president's doctor obfuscate information that he should have disclosed? Or is he just an amateur at news conferences? What's your view on this? You can email us at on the market. WKOK.com. Should the president have gone for that little SUV ride yesterday, or was that uh, poor uh, form? Well, they're all saying that he put the Secret Service people in at terrible at risk. At risk, right. Because uh, the car is hermetically sealed against a uh, gas attack. Oh, so, I see. Okay. Uh, that, but the, the driver was wearing PPE, fully outfitted. Again, I ask if all this stuff protects us. If it doesn't protect us, why are we doing it? Right. In other words, if I can't be near you without getting it, well, so what, 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 what are we doing? You can be near me. It's okay. It's, I mean, everything we're saying, death is inevitable. We might as well say that. Is there a shield between the president and the I'm sure drivers? there is. Okay. I'm sure there's well, a roll-up window like there is. Maybe he gets his own oxygen. Well, I don't Maybe know. Maybe he was breathing oxygen. Well, that wouldn't control But if the president was wearing a mask, in other words, wearing the mask yep, is to protect... N- oh, no, he had a cloth mask on. It's to protect you from me. Mm-hmm. And if me is wearing a mask, aren't you safe if you're in the front seat wearing a mask and in a hermetic... And you're wearing a mask? Right. Well, it's, uh, safer, but I don't know. We don't, we don't have all the answers to those particular questions. The important thing is that and he that wanted to see... They're probably six feet apart. 
The important thing is that he wanted to see his supporters who were out there cheering, and he did. So that's the lucky opportunity for him that he, he can do He wanted to thank it. his well-wishers. Isn't right. that a polite thing to do? Right. He didn't open the window, so he didn't let yeah, any well, of the COVID out. He wasn't out there out. waving. He didn't <laughs> stop any shaking hands or anything like that. Imagine if he gets out, takes off the mask, and starts shaking hands. President, no. Plus, the fact, right. considering the fact that all these people, all these pundits on CNN and MSNBC are saying, well, the president's not being, they're not being honest about his health. This, this points to a much more serious condition than they're letting on. <laughs> I think it was important for the president to go out there and release these videos and to show people that he is not dying. Right. And we, we, we are sending a message to our enemies as well throughout that whole process. We haven't touched on that much, but that's always true. You are welcome to text us at 70236 if you have a message for Joe and I uh, to read on the air. Don't just tell us to be quiet or anything. I guess you could, but we won't <laughs> read it on the air. And we'll ignore you. <laughs> you tell us to be quiet. We're getting paid a lot of money to, to do this. Here. Right. <laughs> All right. U.S. Senator Pat Toomey will announce today he isn't running for re-election next year, nor will he make what he said was a possible run for Pennsylvania governor in 2022. Philadelphia Inquirer cites sources close to Senator Toomey saying his political future is unknown. A news conference is scheduled in Bethlehem Monday morning. Uh, this morning, 10 o'clock, uh, Senator Toomey has served uh, since 2010 and survived many close races. He was nationally talked about when he and Senator Joe Manchin fought hard to push through what uh, Toomey we now famously term common sense changes in gun laws that could make us safer. Uh, there is some speculation about a White House run in a couple to two, three years, so it would be four years. Uh, the State Department of Health is out with a two-day report on COVID-19 in Pennsylvania after a technical issue caused a delay in Saturday's reporting in their update Sunday, which includes Saturday and Sunday. The State Health Department says there were 131 Valley cases over the last two days and four new deaths in Northumberland County. You can read all the specific specific numbers at WKOK.com. And while the president is resting and recovering, a caravan as his supporters brought New York City's Fifth Avenue to a halt yesterday, not deliberately, to just volume problems. More than 100 out-of-town cars, trucks, and motorcycles made their way to Trump Tower, where they honked hordes, waved flags, and cheered loudly. Apparently, it was a peaceful event with no drama or arrests, and after a time, the traffic began to move again. It was also noted that those who took to the streets were not wearing masks. <laughs> okay, you got it? We learned nothing <laughs> from this. You got it? All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will take your messages. Uh, Joe, any of these uh, jump ahead of a call? One says, good morning. What a great leader we have in the USA. He has the virus, and instead of self-quarantining, he leaves the hospital, putting the Secret Service at risk. Just a photo op, in my opinion. Time to get this crazy leader out of office. Thanks, Bob. All right, okay, Bob. But if you're the president, and you're in the White House, or I'm sorry, in the hospital there, and your doctor says it's okay, and your SUV drivers say, yeah, let's do this, and the Secret Service, and all, everybody says yes to you. I mean, remember, they work for him, so they're saying Aren't yes to say no boss. to the president. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering. I know there's some risks associated with it, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it's Lawrence's worthless opinion, and you like to relish in the fact that it's worthless. I don't think it's quite as risky and pathetic as it sounds to go out in the SUV and expose those secret I'm service I'm sure Tom agents. will be happy to tell us just how bad it is. Tom, you're on the mark. Yeah, well, he gets no sympathy at all from me. Oh, I didn't think he would. <laughs> wow, Joe's he, a predictor. He, he ran his campaign like there was no, like there was no pandemic. Joe Biden ran his like there was a pandemic, and now look who's locked up. 
not Joe Biden, and, and you, Joe, you and Ben and some of these callers, you guys were the ones that were making fun of Joe Biden and saying he ought to come out of his basement. He's locked up in his basement. So now look who's locked up in the basement. He's not locked up in the basement. He's locked up in the presidential well, he suite. Can't come out. Well, he's not going to be able to... So he, it looks like Joe was the adult in the room and Donald Trump wasn't, of course. That was pretty obvious years ago. <laughs> yeah, but Republicans and argue, Tom, that they should be able to do what they want to do, and if they want to put themselves at risk, that's their prerogative. You know, yeah, well, well, that's good, and look where they're at now. I love it. <laughs> so what if Joe, <laughs> what if Joe Biden got and, it? You know, what, what, they, played a, they played a tape. I'll tell you another reason why he shouldn't. I didn't get no sympathy for me. They played a tape of what he said about Hillary Clinton when she had the pneumonia. He said, I don't know how she's going to get all these things done that she said she's going to get done when she can't even walk 15 feet to a car. They played the, they played the tape over the, you know, it was played over and over and over this weekend. So why, why should anybody give him any sympathy? Well, that wasn't a necessarily a bad comment. He basically was saying, how is she going to get all this oh, done when she's on, sick? Joe. Well, come on, yourself, Tom. Well, that, There's nothing offensive about that. It's a val- valid question. It's a valid question. She, how is she going to get all these things done that she promised to do when she can't even walk 15 feet to a car? You don't find that offensive? No, I find that a health question. And I've heard worse asked oh, about the president. come on, Joe. You, I'll tell you what, you got it bad. You really got it bad. I mean, I don't know. I've heard worse asked about the president this weekend, and if you were fair, oh, you'd admit you on. have, too. And the things he said about John McCain? Well, that, that's got that nothing to do with no COVID-19. For me at, at all. That, that, what he said about John McCain has nothing to do with COVID-19. I'm talking about health well, issues. You know, is he... What, a, if, what about the things he said about other people? It is what it well, is. Oh, I agree. I, I don't think that's right. I've never defended him calling people names. I don't think it's right. I don't do it. I try not to do it. <laughs> so I'm, I, I agree with you on that. But on the other hand, I think a specific health issue saying, how is he going to get all this stuff done if he can't walk across the street? That's a valid question. Oh, come on. Get out of here. Get out of here. You <laughs> get know, out of here. Get out of here. That just to be nasty. <laughs> now, come on. You, you're, you twi- Boy, I tell you, you're really twisting this stuff around today. <laughs> okay. Man, I'll tell you. Well, I'm sorry. Anybody who has this gets sympathy for me, whether I like them or not. Even if Joe, Bi- even if Nancy Pelosi had it, I would say I'm sorry. I hope she has a full recovery without any lasting ill effects, because I think that's the way we should be in this country. There's the loyal opposition. Well, that's not the way he is, and he should get. And it's are we better than him, or are we, are we the better than him, or the same as him, Tom? I believe in instant instant karma. John John Lennon <laughs> got it right. Instant karma is going to get you. All right. Okay. We'll give you the last thought. Last Anything thought. else to add? Well, this here I saw on a computer is pretty good, and it's really true. It says October first, twenty twenty, will go down in history as the day when liberals began to believe in God, and conservatives began to believe in science. <laughs> It's <laughs> quite the pivot point. All right, thank hey, you thanks, so much. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate, appreciate your call, that. as always. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Al, you're on the mark. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Thank you. Good morning. I have, um, from the last week of September, they put out some, the CDC put out um, that over 94% of the people that died from COVID 
had one, two, or three other comorbidities. And um, only 6% of the people that had coronavirus 19 died directly from that. So that's about 12,000 people died from just the disease alone. Everybody else had comorbidities and was over 70. So that should make people feel better. I mean, it's not as deadly as they're making it out to be. Um, and tell those 200,000 people how lucky they are. Well, the 200,000 people that they say were positive, only 6% of those people died from the COVID. Everybody else had something else along with it. Two or three, one, two or three COVID, comorbidities, they said. Right, but what happens is you you know you have uh, you know whatever whatever it happens to be you know respiratory issues or heart disease or whatever it happens to be and you're fine and yesterday you're fine and today you're fine and tomorrow you'll be fine but then you get COVID nineteen and you die so that's why you get listed as a COVID nineteen death because yes you do have other issues health issues but the COVID nineteen contracting COVID nineteen plus those other things. Uh, tragically killed you. So we understand what you're saying, that, you know, COVID-19 doesn't kill anybody. It's causing your heart to stop that does it. So well, it the trouble is your heart stops. Directly. Killed 6% six, 6 of the people directly. And out of those 6%, over half of them were in nursing homes. And how does that relate to the president? Well, he had his mask. Well, I'm just trying to make people feel better. This disease is not as bad as everybody's making it out to be and for school teachers of 34 they have a 98.8 percent chance of no no uh ill effects from even if they do get the virus gotcha i'm just saying we got everything closed down everything shut up over a virus that we can't protect ourselves from because who is more protected than the president of the united states what's closed down what's closed down and shut up a lot of schools are closed. My grandkids can't go to school, right? I mean, they have two-hour delay in the morning, and some of them, if they test COVID, they have to stay uh, out for the rest of the semester at Line Mountain. And if you were the decider, you wouldn't do any of those things, right? Well, I would, I would protect the vulnerable and, and try and get back to normal. You can't hide from this disease. I mean, it's going to run its course, okay. and the longer we try and hide from it the the longer it's going to take for it to get herd immunity and act like the rest of the pandemics that we had throughout history. All right. Well, half of our audience wants you to be in charge of the CDC and the other half just fled in <laughs> great fear. So In panic. Uh, thank you so much, Al. Really Thanks, appreciate Al. the observations. All right. 1-800-795-9565. One call coming in. We're going to hear uh, the president talking about Hillary's pneumonia when we come back on WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. But here's a woman. She's supposed to fight all of these different things, and she can't make it 15 feet to her car. Give me a break. Give me a break. This is his applause line. Give me a break. Okay. (laughs) All right, so she had a bout of pneumonia, and the president was something other than sympathetic. Her candidate, uh, Trump, was something other than sympathetic. All right, 1-800-795-9565. You could have said that. You could have said that same thing, and you could have said it in a less offensive manner, I will agree, but it's still a legitimate point. What? That, you know, any candidate's health and their ability to perform what they promise they're going to do is a legitimate topic for discussion in a campaign. What did I say? Well, you said he, nothing. I guess I'm agreeing with you up to a certain oh, point. What did I, I don't, say? Well, you made it sound like that that he was being insensitive and cruel. Uh, and maybe he was, he was, but I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that that it is still a valid point. Poorly made, but a valid uh, point. Okay, so yeah, you want your president to be as fit as possible. No argument there. Right. I mean, if you um, were limping around and uh, carrying an oxygen tank with you and you were running for high office, don't you think somebody would want to see whether or not Mr. Lawrence is capable of doing the job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody ever recruits for you for any... Cr- nobody ever says, hey, Mark, you want to come cross-country skiing with us? <laughs> All right, read something in front right. of you there. Well, we got Dan hanging on. Come on, Tom. Why are you so hateful? I thought you leftists were all about love, not hate. What happened, Tom? Okay. okay. Read the thing about Senator Toomey. Uh, let's see here. Toomey is an anti-American loser and will not get my vote again. <laughs> well, that's because he's not running. But uh, yeah, he is. It's interesting. He has broad appeal in some ways and lacks appeal in others. So it would be an interesting White House run. Uh, I think he could have. Eas- I thought he was going to be our next governor, but uh, I guess that's not going to be. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for being patient. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. We're talking about the president's health. I know the press went berserk over his oxygen, but I heard the medical staff say it dropped twice, but it didn't drop much. So if mine would drop to where his was, I wouldn't even notice it. They said it, the saturation oxygen level in the blood dropped down to night, the lowest it got was 93% saturation. And they don't usually worry about giving you oxygen to your below 90. Then it's concerning because it can damage your health. So his was dropped for, uh, dropped and they quick put oxygen on and it went right up in a minute or two, they said. They said a couple minutes each time. But as an extra precaution, because he is the president of the United States and the most important leader in the world, that's why they went to that extra precaution, put 
when it dropped to 93%. That's yeah, why but, they did uh, it. Yeah, but all, all reporters were a little taken back by Dr. Connolly's remarks. One, First of all, on Saturday morning when they asked if he had been on oxygen, he said, no, he's not on oxygen right now. And they tried to find out when might he have been on oxygen. And then Dr. Connolly, as far as I'm concerned, wasn't truthful when he said he wasn't on oxygen the day before. Well, what he was uh, saying is that he wasn't on oxygen the day before at the hospital, but he was on oxygen at the White House. And then yesterday, this was a report from CBS about that yesterday. Listen to this. Having purposely evaded direct questions in their first briefing yesterday, the president's doctors have suffered a credibility deficit. Navy Commander Dr. Sean Conley now says he administered supplemental oxygen to Mr. Trump on Friday. He declined to acknowledge that yesterday. Conley says he was trying to reflect an upbeat attitude. You know, it came off uh, that we were trying to hide something, which wasn't necessarily true. Um, and uh, so have, here I have it. He's, he is, the, the fact of the matter is, is that he's doing really well. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News. I like that. He says <laughs> it came off as though we were trying to hide something, but that wasn't necessarily true. <laughs> but it might have been. I, I agree. <laughs> it, you, if you're on a, a couple minutes, that's, that's not being really on oxygen. That just brings, he brought it right back up to normal level, 97 to 98 percent, which is fairly normal. I disagree that, I, you know, they just want to be alarmist, the press. They want to make the president look like he was half dead, and he walked into the helicopter i saw that mm-hmm. and he he was he was in good condition it's you know it wasn't that he's on his deathbed and they sure overemphasized oh he's a beast he's overweight blah 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 well most of our americans were slightly overweight and he's yeah, he might be husky, what we used to call husky, Ooh, but he's I like not that. that much overweight. <laughs> no, we used to say they were big-boned. Yeah. <laughs> I always like that. Oh, he's big-boned. I have to wear husky clothing. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I, I, you see the love for the president there. They came to Walter Reed, all the supporters, and some, they showed it last night at midnight, and the supporters. And there were still people out there praying out there for the President of the United States. And the love for that man is something that I never saw in a president before in my time. Now, I'd like to introduce you to Tom and have the two of you sit down for a beer someday. <laughs> <laughs> they throw the mugs at each other. All right, thank yeah, you thank so much, him. Dan. Thank Everybody you. has an opinion and True Tom's enough. allowed to be wrong in this free country. <laughs> Very generous God. of you, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yep, appreciate that. Take care. All righty, we got a caller reading by, standing by. There Mark, we go. Mark. Mark, you're on the mark, Mark. Well, thank you very much. Good morning to you guys. Good morning. Uh, I don't love the President of the United States, and sometimes he uh, sticks his foot in his mouth. But his Middle East policy is coming around. Uh, he did have a uh, reform uh, crime bill and some other things. So I give him a passing grade. He, he tweets too much. There's no question about that. Shoots from the hip too much. Lost his temper on the debate. Of course, Joe had a little something to do with that. So I uh, know I'm going to support him because I want to see Comey... Uh, 
get indicted. I want to see John Brennan get indicted. Uh, and uh, if you have uh, Sleepy Joe in there, well, then you have him on tape saying he got rid of that prosecutor over in Ukraine that was investigating the company of the boy was uh, being paid uh, $87,000 a month for. So he's not perfect, but uh, I will vote for him. But I didn't call this primary for that. I got a prescription for you guys. Okay. If you, if you take vitamin C, zinc, vitamin D, and this is the important thing. Nasal spray. You've got to clean your nasal passages out every day. I'm surprised uh, one of your do- your doctors didn't recommend that. Actually, be- actually, my doctor did recommend that. My ENT doctor recommended. Oh yes, that. it's very important. You know what? The, that that crud uh, build up in, in your system, and I think everybody should have a nasal spray and do it every day, and uh, it will it will save lives. I'm not a shill for the product, but uh, I bought a lavage, and that works very very well. Yeah, there's a couple other good ones out there, too. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm glad you're doing it, and you have to talk Mark into doing it, too. <laughs> I do sometimes, not often. <laughs> okay. No, Mark, right. Mark's a lost cause, but I'll keep plugging I'll away at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute now. He has my name. He can't be totally lost. Well, he's not totally, not totally. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank, thank you, guys. Take thank care. you, Mark. Take Appreciate care. Appreciate the call. All right. 1-800-795-9565. I've got some open lines right now. You can call. Uh, do you think the Dr. Sean Connolly is being forthright? Uh, turns out Dr. Connolly is 100% Pennsylvania product, uh, born in 1980 in Bucks County, Central Bucks High School, graduate, and uh, right into military service, a medical school after that. So he is a true blue Bucks County, Pennsylvania resident. Uh, n- not doing spectacularly at the news conferences, but certainly holding his own and trying to answer as best he can uh, what's happening. Uh, you know, you throw a doctor into the middle of a, a maelstrom like that and with these sharks circling the water, chomping away, you know, you've got to be a pretty special kind of guy to survive that kind of thing. Well, particularly when your president is is your commander-in-chief as a military physician and your patient is the president. And not just any president. He is our good, bombastic uh, uh, Donald Trump, who is, you know, pretty particular about it, nearly everything. Well, that's an interesting take on the man. I don't well, know that I would buy it. You know, I, I, if you notice at bombastic, the news conference, yes, I'll buy. the doctor is releasing what's kind of been approved and agreed upon. I'm sure the president is in on those approvals. You know, one of the things that wasn't initially approved was oxygen levels, but then they were, and so then we got to find out what they were. But um, there's certain things we're not allowed to know. You know, he's not t- telling us about, you know, any results of x-rays or anything along that line. Well, let's so say the President of the United States has certain rights under HIPAA, wouldn't you say? He doesn't have to waive those rights. I don't see why he's lost any rights. I mean, he is the President, so he is a public person. So the fact that he's in the hospital is sufficient. It makes it different, the fact that he's the President of the United States. You know, I think the public does have a vested interest in knowing exactly what the status of his health is up to a point. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I go back to what I said earlier. If they believe he's going to survive and they believe he's going to be okay, then I think the picture you paint is one thing. If they thought this man's hanging on by a thread and he might be gone tomorrow, then the picture you paint is entirely different. Right. And these are not seasoned, uh, seasoned PR guys. These are medical professionals trying to navigate <laughs> HIPAA. Lying also is, <laughs> is new to them. Lying is new to them. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I don't know. But, you know, doctors put the best face on it. Would you want a doctor who came 
came in and said to you, Mark, I'm sorry, you got three weeks to live. You're going to die. Nothing we could do for you. Have a nice day. Well, or if you I want had somebody three weeks, I wouldn't mind that or, information. But if somebody came way. in, if he came in and he said, listen, Mark, we're going to do everything we can for you, but the prognosis isn't good. There's two ways to present that kind of information. And a doctor, <laughs> I think, is going to try and choose, if he's got any kind of bedside manner, he's going to choose the most soothing and calming words he can find. And that, I think, carried over into this news conference that these guys had. Well, and I think if you're... Well, I think what you say is true. And then you layer on top of that that we're sending a message to our enemies. And, well, first of all, we're sending a message to the American people that, you know, your commander in chief is fine and you don't have to worry about uh, governance or anything along those lines. We're not going to be transferring power to the vice president anytime soon. And you want to send that message to the American people so that they have confidence that we're in good hands. And then you want to send messages to your enemies that, uh, you know, even though uh, President Trump is not ultra-militarily oriented. He's still there. He's still in charge. He's still in charge of the military. And uh, that if you're going to try something, you think that this is a weak moment in the U.S., that this is this is not that moment. Well, you know, you look at four years ago, and uh, we with our t- conversation with Dr. Madonna, that's the reason I ask him about any parallels he sees between where we are now and where we are then. But, you know, four years ago, the left was saying, oh, this man can't get his hands on the nuclear trigger. He'll have us all in third world war. <laughs> when he started, when he started insulting Kim Jong-un. Oh, it's going to be another nuclear holocaust. We're all going to die. You know, he turned well, out to be the most peaceful president we've had in a long time in terms of trying to to de-escalate these conflicts. And yet, does the media give him any credit for that? No. The MSNBCs and the CNNs of the world, they don't give the guy any credit. Well, that is Lawrence's uh, worthless uh, favor point number seven for the president, is that he's 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 a peace lover. You know, they say, people said before he was elected, well, you can't elect somebody who has no military experience at all whatsoever. Well, guess what? President Bone Spurs. He's, he's stood <laughs> down at every conflict that we could have and has pulled us out of wars that we shouldn't have been in in the first place and has drawn soldiers back to the U.S. or to places where they right. could even do more good. And he's negotiated peace in the Middle East that, well, to an extent that we haven't seen in years. Let's not go too far with that, but he certainly has a, an agreement there so that he deserves credit for that. When you boil it so. down, this guy's policies have worked for this country. You know, I hear them saying, oh, oh, we're, we're, running, we're running a spot right now for some group called Take Back America or something right. here that says terrible economic news every day. What are they listening to? <laughs> the, you know, the job numbers were outstanding on Friday. They, they want a faster clawback The economy the is rebounding at a pace that well, we didn't feel was possible. The CBS on Friday morning at 9 o'clock said, we only gained 660,000 jobs. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, under Obama, they'd have been saying, oh, a miracle has occurred. Hosanna. President Obama has created 600,000 new jobs. But, you know, this guy just doesn't get credit for anything. And I think to a certain extent, he brings it on himself by his, as you point out, his bombastic attitude, his hyperbole, his grandiosity, even if you want to call it that. You know, if he were just an average guy doing these things, I think that, you know, he probably would see about a, an 80 percent vote in reelection. This is the kind of optimism we hear from President. President Trump. We have enthusiasm like probably nobody's ever had. Our <laughs> people that love the job we're doing, we have more enthusiasm than maybe anybody. 
more enthusiasm than Jesus himself. It's always, you know, the biggest, the best. (laughs) But, you know, this is a New York real estate developer. So what's he going to say? Folks, I'm going to put up some sloppy-looking condos here at cheap rents, and, uh, you know, we're going to shaft the people who move into them. Or is he going to say, this is the most wonderful thing. Nobody's ever seen anything like this before. You know, there's certainly a lot of H.B. Barnum in the guy. Nobody ever gets elected when they say, you know, I am going to be the latest leader of this godforsaken H hole that there ever was yeah. in the world. I'm I'm not going to get up until eight o'clock. You know, Joe Biden doesn't get up till eight o'clock in the morning. The president's probably got its four hours in by eight o'clock in the morning. Tweeting and watching <laughs> CNN and yelling at it. Does that count for leadership? All right, we're going to take a quickie break. Uh, Bobby, stand by. We've got emails plenty, but we'll take more. Send them to on the market at the and text us at seven zero two three six. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark 1-800-795-9565. Yesterday on one of the talkers' shows said the president has been relying on testing in order to prevent the spread of COVID-19 within the White House. But uh, he said uh, relying on testing is like relying on testing to prevent pregnancy. It only tells you when it's too late. Well, I thought everybody was saying we need all this testing. We need to increase our testing. That was part of Joe Biden's well, plan. Well, that's part of that recipe. I told you, you need mitigation. <laughs> You need masking, you need social distancing, you need to keep your crowd sizes uh, down, uh, you need to... But again, uh, if we have 100,000 people do, in a stadium... You know, make testing readily available. If we have 100,000 people in a stadium, six feet apart, all wearing masks, is that safe or unsafe? It's certainly not as safe as it could be. They're six feet apart, so the wind will carry the cloud of the COVID carrier all to the masks. other people. That will help them, but the it, it's not it's not a sure. And what fire if each thing. one of them had a bowl of hot water and soap, and they were washing their hands every constantly. five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> that would take care of it. If would you, that if, take as long care as you of had, it? Okay. Kept, could keep the water hot in the bowl, then you're good to go. Jeez, <laughs> go ahead, Bobby. Yes, um, you know, good morning, everyone. When it comes to the uh, the, the news coverage, and of course the president himself, and of course. Uh, you know, people wanting to know uh, what's going on. Of course, uh, you know, at least during this campaign, uh, there's been, I'm going to say, scheduled campaign appearances. Uh, you know, to sat, you know, to satisfy the the voters, and at least they can get a chance to see him. But of course, when he's in the hospital, he can still, you know, even even if they're concerned about uh, the safety and and everything when he goes out but they still have the alternative that they can still broadcast from the hospital so to speak because we have technology that can handle that nowadays 
Yeah, I don't know that that sends the right message that you participate in an election rally from the hospital. I think he needs to get out in the field to get Mike Pence to do the uh, whatever personal appearances they're still yes. going to keep. Yes, yes, he should not. He should not be in this alone. <laughs> I would love to see a campaign rally from the hospital. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm laid up and sick. I have a deadly disease. <laughs> but, All right, uh, thank you. Vote for me anyway. All right, thank you. Yeah, appreciate that, Bobby. Bobby left. All right. We have an emailer that says, Good morning. It's sad when our own president has to catch COVID-19 in order to understand how serious this deadly virus is. I wish him and everyone else he and his administration has spread this to well. Wear a mask, stupid. Signed, thanks, Bob. Okay. So I guess the stupid is directed to the president? (laughs) I would think so. (laughs) Then one, good morning. The fact no president has ever been reelected when unemployment is higher when in office means bye-bye-bye, Mr. Trump. But that's not the case. He's got the unemployment rate down to single digits when it was a lot higher. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was already low when he came in office. No, no, it was 11% here, over 11, close to 13% during the height of the pandemic. Oh, I see. Okay, right. He has it back down to single digits. He said he would rebuild the economy again, and he's doing it. But uh, he doesn't mean from the highest point of unemployment within your career as president. He means when you came in office. When he came in office, it was about 5%, and it got down to the upper 3% range. And now it's back up to, I think, was 7.5 was the number we had on and Friday. And that's because of what? Because we shut down the economy, right? right? Well, no argument there. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying unemployment isn't lower but than when he came in office. But as the left says, if he had acted sooner, we wouldn't have to shut down the economy, which is a lie. We would have done it anyway. Yeah. If you were smart. Okay. You know, you can't have it both ways. You either blame the guy for everything, you're blaming well, for nothing. Well, it seems as though in our partisan divide, we do wish to have it both ways. Well, I'm not doubting that we do wish to have it, but we logically, it. we can't. We, we have want to everything have shut down, but we don't want anything shut down. We want to have to wear, uh, we'll wear masks because we know it per- slows the spread of the disease, but we don't want to wear masks. I think we got a caller here that's going to agree with you, since the topic is Trumpy. All right, we'll read one of the texts, and then we'll <laughs> okay. go to the call. Okay, says, don't some football players and basketball players vote out of play, or bolt, I guess he means, bolt out of play and hit the oxygen bottle? Aren't those guys supposed to be at their fi- pe- uh, peak of physical health? So if Trump had to take some oxygen because of the world's most deadly virus, wouldn't that be expected? He's not on a ventilator, is he? No, he's not. Yeah, I think they said he had a couple liters of oxygen. That's not a lot by breathing standards. All right, 1-800-795-9565. we got one caller waiting. We'll take more comers. Jim is going to be the last caller before a quickie break. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, good morning Mayor McGranahan. Well, that's very <laughs> formal. Thank you. Good morning. Ah. <laughs> uh, Gentlemen, I know what's the matter with Tom when he calls in and he's moaning and groaning or crying <laughs> over the phone. He don't have Trumpy Bear by his side. <laughs> Trumpy Bear, okay. <laughs> I think Tom needs more than that to develop a love for the president. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd have to anesthetize him and then do some sort of a, what do they, what do they call that, where they reprogram your brain? Oh, oh I forgot. What <laughs> brainwashing? Brainwashing, that's it. <laughs> so I guess I'll hang up and uh, okay, listen for you. the response. <laughs> thank you. Well, you know, that. we, we could get text. Tom a Trumpy bear, I guess. Oh, i got to take the break. I take the break. We'll go ahead and do one text, and okay. then we'll hit the button. So the left is going to make an issue of Trump thanking his supporters by doing a drive-by at the Walter Reed Hospital. What a bunch of losers. Right, one eight hundred. A lot of people are losers <laughs> in his view. You notice that the senator and now these people. Um, 
Well, a loser is what a loser is. He wants everybody to be winners. All right, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, probably have a sufficient number of calls to the end of the program. Uh, this, we should use this, another one. This one is right here. This one hasn't been right yet. said, I have never visited someone in the hospital and were allowed to take them out until they are discharged. <laughs> no, but in nursing homes or places like that, you can take people out. You used to be able to. I guess you can't now, can you? See, they're saying the president is more enjoying nursing care than actual hospitalization. I don't know. That's not but he's right. You know, you normally can't do that. But, you know, again, you have to weigh this against the people's right to know. And the, the way the media has been portraying him is on death's door. It's probably a good idea that he did get out and let people see he was okay. All right. Uh, Bob, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I was just calling, uh, you know, Trump knows he's going to lose because no president ever in history has ever been reelected when unemployment numbers are lower than when they came into office. He's just running scared. So, and it's like whoever's charging, or we're paying his bill for being in the hospital, so we need to look into that and make sure that we're not paying for his care while he's out caravanning around on a carnival or a Halloween parade with uh, the Secret Service, which I think is horrible. You're supposed to self-quarantine for 14 days so you don't infect other people, but we got a clown in the White House that he doesn't care about anything but himself. Rather harsh judgment, don't you think? <laughs> well, he's a public No, person. I don't, because I would. I can't go to work. You know, if I come in contact with somebody with COVID-19 and I get a positive test, I'm not allowed to go to work for 14 days. Can you? Mm, I could. I could do it from home. I could do this program from home. Yeah, well, he's not I said I could. I didn't say he'd let me. <laughs> in a, a caravan that we're paying for. All right, but, you know, on the other hand, the media is portraying him as being much sicker than the doctors are letting on, and so isn't it important well, for him not, to show... they don't tell us the truth. Have you ever heard the truth coming out of the White House yet? Yeah, as a matter well, of fact, I have. Three and a half years? Yeah. What truth? <laughs> Well, what truth have you heard? The policy things he was talking about, the fact that he's reduced regulation, he's cut taxes, he's brought jobs back from overseas. Yeah, you know who he cut taxes to? $400,000 people aren't wage earners. How many people make $400,000 a year unless you're in Congress? Well, my well I don't know, but down. you better. You, but Joe Biden is going to fund his entire economy on taxing those people that you just said don't exist. Well, yeah, you have to. Somebody's got to pay for our... Don't you want to have Social Security? How, you, would, how would you like if you said... 
we told you tomorrow Social Security is gone. You have no income, do you? But you just Unless said all those people. Who, you just said all those people you make four hundred thousand no, dollars. So, are there a lot of people who make it, or aren't there? Make what? You just said that there were four hundred thousand dollars. You said how many people make four hundred thousand dollars a year? And I said Joe Only Biden's going to tax them all. Okay, so every business owner makes four hundred thousand dollars a year. I would assume at least that. Wow. I mean, not a small <laughs> business, but a big business. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen their tax returns, but I, I did see a no, study that. Trump that's, won't show his tax returns because he only pays seven hundred fifty dollars or less. Well, that's what you. That's what I the wish Wall Street I could Journal only pay says. Seven hundred fifty dollars or less. But that's again. That's a Wall Street Journal article that the president has it's denied. The truth. He, well, if he, you know, why don't he show his taxes to prove them wrong? Because he, they're right. Well, okay. Well, That's we'll see if he opinion. does it. Yeah, right, hey, thank, we appreciate your opinion, Bob. Thanks so much for and calling. Mark, Mark, you can't say this, but I'll call him a buffoon. Have a good day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, so you're getting your surrogates to call in and use that word you I promised you would use. getting them to do it. They're eager to do so. Uh, Eric, you're on the mark. Uh, good morning. Uh, Joe, how's your, son, how's your grandson doing? It's still uh, schooling from home. Still from home and um, actually experiencing some difficulties with trying to get answers to questions from the tech support people, and uh, sometimes they'll send a text to his teacher and not get an answer right away or ever. So it could be better, in my opinion. Yeah, just drop my kids, uh, grandkids off at the school, everyone wearing masks and everything, and then, then went over to Wise's, and you walk in there, and there's a gaggle of people. No masks, obviously very healthy, younger, uh, and unfortunately I think... Uh, they don't. You still don't get it. The president didn't get it about the COVID till he got it. He got the COVID, and then uh, talk about you know what he was doing. Uh, where he was was in a uh, hermetically sealed environment, like an airplane. Now, who in their right mind would leave the, a hospital and get on an airplane and possibly infect other people? Now, granted, they are employed by him, following his orders. But who in their right mind would do that? So you're implying the president's insane? People who are trying to keep him safe. And that's what their job is, to protect him. Is it quid pro quo? Shouldn't he do everything he can to protect them? As just not only his employees, but as citizens of the United States. Well, if he asked his doctors, can this be done safely? Can it, can it be done at a minimum of risk? I don't want to do this if I'm, there's any slight chance I'll harm anybody. And the doctor said, no, if you all wear a mask and you do this and you do that, it'll be okay. Yeah, wear this N95 but, mask but under your cloth you know, mask. The Walter Reed Hospital, which is a military hospital, his doctors are military, he's commander-in-chief. Commander-in-chief orders it, you do it. Well, Bottom you line. don't know that he ordered it. He may well have asked. That's my point. He, he may have he said, may "Can well this be asked, done?" But, but we know President Trump. What he says goes, and if you, you know, if you go against him, next thing you know, he has a new doctor. So, but nobody <laughs> in their right mind would go and do that. Go out of a hospital and then have to go back in the hospital, and 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 put other people at risk. But they, know, only a narcissist would do that. Someone well, who believes they're, they're, they're talking, talking above everyone else. But they're talking about releasing him possibly today. So, and he's going to go out and start walking around? No, he's going to go to the White House, I hope, and, and uh, quarantine as we've all been instructed if we've been even exposed to someone, let alone having the virus. I doubt that. This will be the worst quarantine you ever saw. <laughs> he's going to be out <laughs> Thank there. Thank you, gentlemen. Have Thanks, a great day. Uh, Thanks Thank Eric. You. you too. Thanks for calling. Thank you, everybody. We still have some texts and emails to get through. We'll read those first thing in the morning. Uh, we will have a guest tomorrow. 
Marvin Renitsky is going to call in and give us some court analysis tomorrow. So we're glad to say we have that lined up. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 10 a.m.